Welcome to JFC Church Podcast. My name is Pastor Groom. I'm glad you are hearing today's message. In this message, I talk about how we can learn to grow. Education doesn't guarantee growth or reading assures wisdom. Today we will learn how we can be intentional about our growth. Stay tuned until the end. We're going to go dive into the word for this Sunday. Uh, I truly believe there is a word for you. God wants to speak to you and he, will, he wants to speak to me. Um, the title of my message is uh, Learning to Grow. Learning to Grow. I want to encourage you guys uh, to take notes uh, if something hits uh, your heart. Um, real growth happens when there is intention. Uh, I want to say that one more time. We don't grow by accident. We grow by intention. Uh, we don't grow, you don't grow muscles by accident. I mean, you have to be intentionally doing something. So especially when, you talk, when we talk about spiritual growth, and um, mental growth, intention is really important. So if something hits you and you feel like that will benefit you, write it down, take a note, and um, meditate on that one. Psalms 119 verse 27 says, Psalms 119 verse 27, Make me understand the way of your percepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. Make me understand the way of your percepts, and I will meditate on your wondrous works. One thing, I, one thing I love about David is he sings a lot about teach me, teach me your word. Give me understanding. Give me insight. Let me learn. I want to grow. Um, the truth is, until there is a desire to want to grow, it don't matter what's been thrown at you to help you to grow. It's not going to be as effective as it is. It should be at least. Until there's a desire to want to grow, whatever you've whatever been planting into your life, whatever's coming into your life, is going to be hard to be effective. And I was thinking about this. So how can we um, have a desire to learn? I think number one, the, the desire to learn comes from the desire, from the knowledge that we have a limited time on earth. When you know your time on earth is limited, you want to be as effective as possible. Amen. When you know the, the time limitation on your duration on earth, in this period of time, you want to be the best you can be. You want to be the, the most effective you can be. When you think like, you know, you have forever and you can make all the mistakes in the world and you can learn from all the mistakes over and over again, by the time you got the lesson, your time expires. So it comes from understanding that, hey, I'm not going to be on earth forever. There is a time limit on how long I'm going to be on earth, the sooner I learn some of the lessons that I need to learn, the sooner I can be effective for the rest of my life. That needs to be happening. The number one thing. Second one, the desire to learn comes from, I'm talking about specifically about us believers, Christians. It comes from acknowledging that God has a purpose for us. And that purpose requires certain amount of wisdom and knowledge. If you don't understand this, if you don't get this idea, hey, God is going to use me no matter what, and I don't need to grow, I don't need to be effective in what he wants to do in me, we're going to mess it up. We're going to miss out. So understanding that, hey, there is God who, wants, who has a purpose for me. He put me for a purpose on earth, so I'm going to be effective in this time. I think our greatest example is Jesus Christ, if you think about it. And there's a story in the Bible at the age of 12. He's sitting down with the teachers of the law uh, in Jerusalem. The Bible says, and he was asking them questions. And he was challenging them. And all the teachers were amazed 
in his knowledge, in his understanding. I think when Jesus was on earth, he lived like us. He had to relate to us. So he goes through all the process of learning the word of God from others, reading the scripts, going to the temple, whatever a Jewish boy would do in those times. But he was intentional. He was intentional. In fact, his response to his mom and dad when they were mad, the fact that he was in the temple learning and growing, he said, don't you know, this is what I'm here for. Don't you know I need to be in my father's house? This is my desire. I need to grow. I need to be prepared. So by the time he was 30 years old and he started ministry, he was already equipped. He had learned what he needed to learn. So that understanding, Jesus knew 33 and a half years is his limit. The greatest thing God can give us is tell us that our time has expiration. David says about that. Remind me, Lord, that my days are limited. Remind me the days, the numbers of my days, he says. Remind me how my days are numbered. They're numbered. So Jesus had this mission and he knew there's a time frame to accomplish this mission. So from the moment he, he could understand, he was making sure he was learning. You know, just going to school doesn't mean you're going to grow, right? Uh, going to school can give you knowledge, but it doesn't guarantee wisdom. It can't guarantee wisdom to you. There are a lot of people, college graduates, PhDs making stupid mistakes. Uh, things that they shouldn't be doing. It's just not guaranteed. There needs to be an intention. Just because you went, to through, you went through school, just because you met some amazing people, doesn't guarantee you are going to learn. I'm going to learn. I'm going to. It doesn't mean there needs to be an intention to grow. That's what we're going to talk about today. Learning to grow. Psalms 119, the same chapter, David continues to say, Teach me, Lord, the ways of your decrees, that I might follow it to the end earlier he says um, make me understand the ways of your precepts and i will meditate on your wondrous works now that's really important meditation there is no growth without meditation meditation literally means having a time to reflect on what you're learning i might be going ahead of myself here but um Meditation literally means to reflect on being, having an insight of what we're doing, where we are. Sometimes we go through a process and we're not aware of it. Have you ever been in that situation where you're just cruising through life? You don't have time just to pause and say, what's happening in my life? Like, what am I learning? Where am I growing? Like, what's happening? I want to be aware. And that's why in the Bible, there's, there's commandments to know the, God, the word of God and to meditate on the word of God. So God was commanding them, hey, make sure you know the word that I'm teaching you, but also that you take time to meditate, to reflect on it, to take time to put those, under, those words, those information into a learning, a growing process to meditate. So David says, teach me your word, to teach me your word, your percepts, so I might meditate on them. And on verse 33, he says, so am I following to the end? My, my way of learning when I went to school was to memorize. I would just memorize and memorize and memorize. 
So when exam comes, bro, I'm just spitting it out. Spitting it out. A week later, you ask me anything, honestly, I don't remember. So I, I'm, I'm a prime example of people going to school and not learning. Like, literally, I'm the prime example. So sometimes when I, when I hear people talk about it, like, I remember learning about this, but I have no idea. I don't remember anything about it. I know I learned it. And being honest, I probably got a good mark at it. I probably was good at that time, but I had no understanding of it. It was just memorizing it. And that's why it doesn't last. And here David says, teach me the Lord the way of your decrees that I may follow it to the end. What gives us the, the strength and the wisdom to march on until the end is how deeply you understand and how deeply you're convinced. It's not just, oh, I know I, I, you crammed the word. You know, you have few information. That's not going to last. That's not going to last. It might be good for that exam, but after that, it's gone. What lasts until the end is having an insight, a deeper understanding. And I hope and I pray, honestly, this afternoon, for those of you guys that are here, and for those people who are watching this, that the Holy Spirit will remind you that this is important. Learning to grow is really important. And God is a teacher. God is a teacher. God is an amazing te teacher. And he will not cease from teaching us if we are just aware of it. The Bible says God has been speaking on the book of Job. He's been speaking from the beginning in different ways. But men do not understand. It's not that God is not trying to teach us. It's not that God is not trying to give us wisdom. God is not a kind of God who give you a mission until to, to, to figure it out. No, no. He's saying, this is the goal. This is where I want you to go. And this is what you need to learn. And throughout this journey, as you keep growing, I will give you lessons and teachings so you can get there in due time. But we, sometimes, we just go through, through the process and without understanding. And we keep going on. We keep going on. We're studying the scripture. We're watching the right videos. We're doing all that. But it's really not impacting us. My prayer is that change today in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Second Timothy chapter 3 verse 7 says, he talks about people. I, I, I encourage you to read the whole chapter. Uh, that's not part of my teaching. So I'm just specifically going to take verse 7. Always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Doesn't that, doesn't that suck? Always learning, but never able to come to a knowledge of the truth. Always learning, always going to Bible study, always coming to Sunday, always watching, always doing those things, but never be able to reach to the truth. So it's not just the desire to learn. But why we want to learn is also important. It's not just about information. It's about real growth. Learning to grow. I want to grow. I want to know him. I want to grow. I want to be effective in my life and on this earth in that desire. So how do we learn? I will speak five things quickly and we'll finish with that. How do we learn or what are some of the ways to learn? Number one is what I said earlier. Reflection. Our past. To learn from our past. To pause and to reflect on it. To meditate on it. Just to look back and say, okay, how did I get here? What happened? Okay, let me learn from what the Lord has done. I, I think I've said this a while ago in one, one of my preachings. Where if we can just only remember what the Lord has done in our lives. 
we will have enough faith to last to take us until the end we can only remember what the lord has done there's a story in the bible where god literally tasted his people in the place of mar it's called the place of mar right after they left egypt in the desert god opened the red sea and god for the like, not the first time but the first time on this journey showed them what kind of journey to be he literally put a water as a wall he's like you know kind of show off this this is how i'm going to lead you look at this this is how i'm going to start this journey if you're in a relationship and that your significant other does something great like open the door for you in the car you're like okay this relationship is going to be good at least for the next few days but god opened the sea and put it up like a door like walk through this and then a few days later god was like okay i showed them what kind of god i'm going to be to them and let me just taste them so they got to a place and the water was bitter and they were like you know man what is this let's go back to egypt they were mad let's kill moses let's kill aaron like you know, they, were, they just threw everything god is like you know what can't you just remember what i just did i opened the red sea for you if i can do that all you had to do was ask me lord how about this water let's figure it out give us water but rather you're throwing tantrums if we can just only remember what the lord has done for us i'm not talking about in the bible I'm not talking about your parents, your families. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your own life. If we can just only remember God's forgiveness in our past. It gives us the courage for today. It gives us an understanding of the grace of God. If God is able to carry me all the way here, he can carry, carry me for the rest of my life. If God can love me up to now, he can love me for the rest of my life. Only if we can just reflect, take the time to look back on our past, it gives us a reflection on an understanding, a learning process for us. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 9 says, Only give a heed to yourself and keep your soul diligently, so that you do not forget the things which your eyes have seen. And they do not depart from your heart all the days of your life, but makes them known to your sons and your grandsons. Only give heed to yourself and keep your soul diligently, so that you do not forget the things which the Lord has done. Just be faithful to yourself and tell your soul, hey, the Lord did this for me. The Lord did this for me. I have a green, a small green book that I wrote a diary at some point in my life. I wish I could still write a diary. I feel like everybody goes through that process where they write a diary. And I sometimes go back and read it. And I'm just amazed how, God, how faithful God is. Just amazed. I was like, my God. I remember those days. I can't believe I'm out of that. I can't believe you did that. I have an online account in my email. That Yahoo has something called notes. So I have notes for 10, 15 years ago that I wrote. I was so scared someone would find my email and read it. So I wrote it with a code. Like, you know, only I could understand. So now that I'm old, I am that dad that I thought would never find out my email. I'm having a hard time understanding what I wrote. But... Sometimes I read it, I was like, I can't believe God did this in my life. I'm just amazed. And this is what he says. By the way, David does the same thing too. He would sing a song to his soul. He'd say, my soul, do not forget what the Lord has done for you. My soul, remember, remember, just remember. If you can just remember, have insight of God's faithfulness in your past. If you can just remember what the Lord has done, man, you can go on further. You can go on further. Life is like a, a cycle. Like, you know, it's like a cycle. You have troubles. You have heights. You have low times. You have valley times. 
If you can just remember how God, how God was faithful on your valley, then it goes around another valley comes. You're like, you know, yeah, I made it out. I made it out. I'll make it out through, through God again. We're going to go through this again. It gives you the power and the strength. You learn. You learn to grow. So the second time, you're not panicking the same level. The second round, you're not throwing tantrum the same level. You're not in the same predicament mentally, spiritually with your insight. You've matured up. And you know what that means? It's like playing a game and you go to the next level. How amazing is that? You defeat that whatever stage you were in and you go to the next level. It's beautiful. It's hard. But you're not in the past. Some of us are playing the same game over and over and over again. It's just tiresome. A while ago, I downloaded this game. And it's like a mental game. And I keep playing it. Earlier was easy. After a few weeks, I got it to this stage that it was taking me two, three weeks just to pass one stage. And then I got to the stage where I was stuck. So I tried to cheat on Google, find the answer. I just, I just couldn't. I was just stuck. So I knew, oh man, this is my level. And I deleted the app. I was like, I'm out of this. But the moment, those hard times, I figured out after a week when I figured out, I was like, man, I did it. It took me a while, but I did it. I'm sorry. I wish the story was good. I finished the game. The game wasn't going to end. I, I ended it. But the truth is, the feeling was so great, though, when I finished that level. It's just like that. You, all have, you are facing an, the same trouble, but you figure it out. So the trouble changed. God is like, you know, oh, you've passed that level. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Amen? You know you're growing with the, when the hardship uh, grows with you. When the challenge becomes bigger, that means you're also growing bigger. Your challenge started the same 10 years, 15 years Something needs to change. Second thing, learning from our current circumstances. This one is a prayer. This one is a prayer. Not every go, everything you go through has a lesson. I just want to clear that out. Whenever you face trials, don't always try to figure out, okay, God, what are you trying to teach me in this? Sometimes he is. Sometimes it's just part of the process. Just trust him in whatever you're going through. It's about him. Amen? But sometimes, and a lot of times, in fact, when you face trials, and various kind of trials, there is a silver lining in that. There is a lesson in that. There is growth in that. Whether it's a character being formed, whether patient being developed, whether it's about you changing mentally, it's not about the situation. It's about you. You change as a result of that. And the problem about uh, when trials happen to us is it can have Two different effects. It can change you for better or it can change you for worse. There's a lot of people who face trials and because of trials walk away from God. How can God do that, does this to me and completely took it out of context and um, delete the app just like I did. Or you can have the right mindset where you're like, no, Lord, I know you're faithful. I know you love me. You care me. I'm not throwing that. I'm not deleting you. But I haven't understood what this is all about. Give, give me insight. Give me understanding. Sometimes you get the understanding at the end of the process. But sometimes you get the understanding in the, in the middle of the process. In the story of Job, he did not get it in the middle of the process. But at the end, he got the lesson. But there are other stories in the Bible in the midst of uh, their circumstance where they get insights. And they'll be like, okay, okay, let's, let's continue 
to go through this process. So learn from your current circumstance. Number three, um, obvious, learn from our mistakes. Learn from our mistakes. God is not a God who's holding up um, a stick to punish you every time you make a mistake. God is not really about punishing mistakes. Can we get that out of the way? God is not really in the business of punishing. God doesn't punish, punish you. He has no intention to punish you. It's not about that. So we often made mistakes and our first instinct is, man, God is mad at me and he's going to punish me for this. Not really. Not really. Um, does God discipline us? Absolutely. Uh, does God, did, did, do we rip what we saw? Absolutely. But God is not in that angry mood always just to punish us for what we've done. The greatest thing you can do is, and the greatest thing you can do for God is to take that mistake and to learn from it. We need to learn from the mistakes we make. As young people, let me guarantee you certain things you're going to make a mistake on. You're going to make mistakes when it comes to your finance. You're going to make mistakes when it comes to relationship. You're going to make mistakes when it comes to trusting the wrong people. You're going to be, you might probably make mistakes when you choose your careers, when you move cities, when you choose where you, go, you want to live. You, you might make those mistakes. They're, those are not the end of the world. Nothing is the end of the world. All mistakes are processes. All mistakes, we are only uh, 20% of or 10% of what happens to us and 80 or 90% how we react to it. So your mistakes are not the big deal. What you've done about them is the, the biggest deal. And the best thing you can do for that is learn from those mistakes. Learn from those mistakes. Yes, I screwed up. But what am I going to learn from this? Okay, next time, I want to do things differently. Have learning to grow. Learning to, to grow. I wish the fourth one, I put it on the first one, is his word. God's word. The best teacher for any of us is God's word. Somebody wants to go to the medical field, they go to school for 7 to 11 years, right? Up to 11 years. Somebody wants to go do engineering, uh, civil engineering, for five years. People have to invest their time and energy in order to grow. They have to read, they have to practice. And as Christians, if we are going to be fulfilled and the mission that's been given to us for our lifetime, having a lifetime relationship with the word of God is crucial. That's what I believe. So invest on the best thing you could ever invest. Take time and learn the word of God. Take time and study from the word of God. Learn from the master. Learn from the manual that God has given us. First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11 says, First Corinthians chapter 10 verse 11 says, Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the age has come. He said, these things, everything in the Bible, they were, they were written as an example. And they were written down, the Bible was written down for us as an instruction. The Bible is not written for nobody else, for you, for you, for me, for you. This was an instruction written for me, so I can be instructed by it, so I can be learning, learning from it, so I can be guided from it. And the word of God is the biggest leader in our life. It gives us guidance. It gives us the way. It gives us the, the, the character and what kind of person we should be. It teaches us about everything, the word of God. 
The word of God is the key. When I say that, I just don't want to say it as a cliche. Like, you know, every preacher says because they preach from the word of God. Oh, the word of God is really important. It is important. It is the best thing that God has given us. The best thing that we have on this earth, physical, I'm not talking spiritual, physical, is the word of God. It is the best thing that has been given to us. And uh, I started by talking about Jesus. Jesus learned the word of God from the get-go. He spent time to learn from the word of God. He grew in his knowledge of the word of God, so he grew in front of people and in front of God, in front of God with favor. And he was effective in the 33 and a half years he lived on earth. So the word of God is where we learn. Number five and last one, we learn from others. We learn from others. I thought this verse was, I mean, this saying was in the Bible. Like, you know, the fool, uh, the wise learns from others' mistake, but the fool doesn't even learn from his own mistakes. Not in the Bible. Uh, I couldn't find it. I don't think it's in the Bible. But uh, learning from others' mistake is wisdom. As wisdom to learn from other people's mistake. But also God has given us people in our lives that have wisdom, that have knowledge, that have experience to pour into our lives. Learn from that. And as people who live in this time and century, we don't have any excuse not to learn. We have the tools in our hand. We have the system in our hand. We spend time with all those things just to entertain ourselves. Take time and learn from the blessing that has, God has given you at your own hand. Just just a few clicks away, watch YouTube videos, watch sermons, read books, what other people have learned. So invest on those areas and learn from other people. If we do that, then we'll be effective. What am I saying today? We have to learn to grow. We have to learn to grow. And the reason we're going to learn to grow is, first of all, if we know how limited our time is on earth. And second is if we know there's a purpose for our existence. If there's a purpose for our existence, it is crucial that we have this tendency to continually learn as we live our lives. Let's stand up and pray together. Thank you for joining us today. I hope that message was a blessing to you. If you want to stay connected to us, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook. Or you can go to our website, jfcchurch.com. Stay blessed.